Hi, this is Amita Spitlow. I'm in Winnipeg, wonderful Winnipeg. And we were doing a presentation today with people who wanted to volunteer with uh, QSO VSO, and we had a, quite a full room. And in the room was this smiling face that just lent some, just made me feel like what we were doing was really important. And so uh, I'd like to introduce you to that smiling face. Hi, Gordon Thomas Hart. <laughs> Thank you, Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you serve with us? I served in Bolivia from 1992 to 97. Which town in Bolivia? I was based in a town in the south called Tarija. Oh, spell that. It's T-A-R-I-J-A. Yeah. Okay, Tarija. It's not as well known as some of the others, the bigger cities, but it it's, it's fairly town? large. No, it's um, it it is. Um, I think it's based around. There's a, a an armed forces base, and mm -hmm. there's um, quite a bit of farming in that department. Okay. They, they use departments in in Bolivia as we have provinces, and okay. then uh, the provinces make up departments. <laughs> Departments. Provinces. Terminology varies. Okay. All right. So, what did? Where did you study? Where, what university did you study at? Oh, I went to University of Winnipeg and then another degree at University of Toronto. Okay. What was the first one in Winnipeg? Uh, biology. Hey, like me. And environmental studies too. Oh, okay. And and then in Toronto, I went for a botany degree. Sheesh. A man after my own heart. Oh. I love botany. That was when the botany building used to be next to Queen's Park, but they tore it down, I think. Oh. <laughs> so you go there knowing the botany and environment and biology of Canada. Yes. Uh, but not all of Canada because no. you're uh, Ontario and Manitoba. Mm -hmm. That's that's a fair, a fair system description, yeah. Biogeoclimatic zones. Yeah. I didn't know all those... BC plants, and the, I wasn't too sure about the Atlantic coast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here, you don't even know your whole country perfectly well bio, in biology, and you end up in Bolivia. In Bolivia, and it okay. is in the southern what hemisphere. Is the biology Some of the like? plants are very different, it's true. <laughs> but um, the people there were very interested in, in making use of their knowledge of the plants in new ways. Okay. And uh, they... They wanted to record knowledge of which plants were useful for medical uses. Um, in part, it's very practical for them in the modern time that um, uh, there are medical centers sp spread around in Bolivia, but not every place. And uh, there certainly aren't doctors everywhere. But people that are experienced in healing various complaints are very widespread using the plants available to them in individual towns. Mm -hmm. Give me and an example of a plant that might There's do that. Um, a number of, uh, it's maybe not as well known here, but there's a number of plants that are related to the, um, what is it called? He's the, going to be nice and not use Latin. Yes, I won't use Latin, but they're related to, um, there's a plant that we use uh, uh, for pickled uh, just pickled flowers from that plant as a spice here. But in Bolivia, there's many of the uh, relatives of that plant that are used for medicine. Like dill? It's, yes, but it's a, it's a, a shrub, a bush. Um, oh. What is it? What are they called? It's a, a pickled flower. Okay. I can't remember the name for so it So right they now. use it there 
for medicine. For medicine, yeah, and um, a very um, a very common uh, commonly used plant is the um, the castor bean plant that grows all over oh, the place yes. in Bolivia. So this is a, a, a um, castor bean, like in Africa. Yeah, it's probably it is probably a plant that was imported to Bolivia from Africa because it grows way. all over the place. Bolivia. But um, but Bolivia is the source of a, a very useful plant for medicine. Uh, it didn't actually grow in the area where I was working, but uh, the coca plant has been used since time began as um, a, some leaves that you can chew mm -hmm. during the day to give you extra energy and, and help you not, not need to uh, eat as often. Miners in Bolivia tend to use it to go through a whole day of work and uh, not need to have a big meal until supper time. So you see, I totally got diverted because botany, biologist, what yeah. were you doing there? Well, I was, um, I was trying to make a list using the scientific names as well of the plants that were used and the names in, in Spanish and the names, if there were some names in English, I would write, write those ones down too, but the names in Guarani is another language that was very common in the area where I was working and uh, several other languages from Bolivia. So and you were documenting a species list? Yeah, it was a species list and the various uses made of individual plants oh, okay. in, the, in the region. Oh, so, so we were on this So it was a list the of the subject. plants and, yeah, it's the same topic. Okay. And um, they were interested additionally in ways that it could be used in environmental tourism in Bolivia. There's not a huge amount of tourism yet in Bolivia, but it's a perfectly lovely country. I've never been happier than those days in Bolivia. It was the right place for me to go. <laughs> That's wonderful. Did it you was, go on your own? No, it was through QSO. Okay. And that was a, a precursor of QSO VSO. So did you go as an individual or were you with a family? Or? No, I, w I went as an individual cooperant. And when I first arrived, I got about a month of language training in Cochabamba, which is a city most, most people will know, will have heard of. Well, we just spoke with Jeff Rippert, who served in Cochabamba. And uh, actually, by the way, they have a bigger statue of Jesus there than the one in Rio. Oh, really? Not everyone knows that. <laughs> What's the plant at the base of the statue? Uh, I don't <laughs> That's remember. What I just know. some weeds. <laughs> uh -huh. But um, and you the, I was there for a, mo a month learning, and it was very intensive classes, but they taught me very well, which made me very surprised in my first day when I arrived in Tarija, and there was a slight difference in accent, and I felt like maybe I had wasted the entire month, and I hadn't actually learned anything. Oh. I think this happens a lot, though, when there's a slight difference in, in, in an accent, it sounds like the whole language has changed, but it hadn't. Well, and I was... I was soon able to speak in Tarija just as well as I had wow. been in Cochabamba. That's amazing. Um, so what happened? So you'd serve, you don't even serve one time, you serve five years. That yeah. species list is long. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't just making that list. Okay. There was a number of other chores in the job and it, they weren't uh, unpleasant. But I, for example, I had to occasionally write an article for the newspaper to encourage interest in the plants. And that was, that was interesting to do. I've hardly ever had that chance to do it in English. 
That wow. was neat. Wow, he wrote in yeah. Spanish. Holy <laughs> mac, bro. Por supuesto. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so you did that and other things. So you come back to Canada five years later. Was that a shock? I had been home at the end of one of the contracts, I think. And I, I had had a visit from some family in, in Bolivia while I was there. And those were both happy events, too. Actually, um, our trip home at the end of the two-year contract is part of the included benefits. Mm -hmm. so and I did that. use that. But um, the five years, I believe they did have an effect on my outlook on life. But I find it really hard to pinpoint exactly what had changed, but I, I have no, no regrets that it, it made me a better person. <laughs> okay. I think. <laughs> what did you do when you came back? Actually, I came straight back to Winnipeg, mm -hmm. and, but I did uh, carry on working in the CUSO office when it was still here in Winnipeg at oh, first. Oh, so you worked with us too. Yeah, and that would sort of correspond to my, my reintegration uh, counseling, I guess. Okay. <laughs> they were nice people in the office, and uh, hmm. she got a job. I did get a job, hmm. but uh, it wasn't. I remember, as I recall, it wasn't right away. And the job searching has gotten even worse since those days. Yes. Uh, botany work is sort of patchy. Yes, unless it you're is. unless you're a botany professor yes. and you have tenure. Then. Yes. It's better for them, but. But botany I, is a wonderful science. It's fun. It's what I enjoy doing, but it's, I, for some reason, it never occurred to me. It's sort of seasonal work in Canada. It is. It is. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> and even grow. in Bolivia, too. <laughs> really? But, and, you know, Bolivia is quite, quite different in many ways from Canada. Here, the weather changes from summer to winter, just once a year. But there, it's more likely in the high-altitude places that... It's more of a change from day to night than from summer to winter. Hmm. And, uh, for example, I remember going to celebrate Christmas one year in Potosi. And it's a, it's a bigger city than my city was. Now but that's Potosi, a mining town, right? Yeah, it is a mining town. At one point, it's believed to have been the largest city in the known world because it was in a huge mining boom. It was, it's a source of silver. And yes. It was the source of all that silver that the Spanish tried to ship back to Spain and England ended up with. <laughs> and, uh, but there, we, we had snowfall overnight, even though it was the middle of summer. <laughs> wow, because of the altitude. Yeah, it's at four kilometers altitude. So. Are you practicing botanist now? Yes, but just on and off. I'm, I'm trying to complete a, a, a dictionary and get it published. But I'm finding that not that many publishers actually want to publish a dictionary. So A dictionary of botany. In botany, yeah. Oh, it's a complicated but I've, yeah, I've, idea. I've contacted a couple and okay. still waiting for a good, a positive so response. So publicists out there, yes. publishers out there, sorry. Yes, there are. Yep. Um, There's a few. <laughs> botany publishers. Yep. There's your man. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have searched, searched out a few. And okay. Well, thank you so much for your service with QSO VSO. And I hope to see you at the reunion. And uh, I'm hoping to be there. I, that sounds good in, in BC as well. Well, we'll uh, I need some, a botanist to show me around Manitoba. I don't oh. know its plants well. So yeah, a lot of them are different here than in Vancouver. Yes, That's true. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much.